In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Hey guys, Tony Grebmar, I'm back. So 34, 35, uh, this is where my life kind of goes downhill quickly. Uh, it's 2006, living in Valencia, California, and my behavior is not something I'm proud of. I'm just kind of all over the place. My thoughts aren't good. And uh, I didn't know, but my drinking had really started to be a problem. Multiple knee surgeries led me to using you know, Norco and Oxy. And uh, I think in a span of like four years, I had four different surgeries, two on each knee. And, uh, you know, interesting enough, fast forward till today, and I've had six knee surgeries, need both of them replaced. And uh, one of the things that I got addicted to uh, was, you know, drugs. And so I found myself, you know, on a Friday calling up the doctor's office, knowing that they were probably about to be closed and I could manipulate the pharmacist who was below that in a different office to fill a prescription and then just get it approved by the doctor, you know, Monday morning. And I could go through a good chunk of those pills. You know, if I got 60, I could probably use 45 in a weekend. Um, you know, and I drank a little bit here and there. I often think my wife said she only had saw me drunk maybe four times in our marriage. So it was the pills that I was kind of addicted to, the, the thing that I could kind of get away with and function. And around this time, you know, started having problems at home and, you know, started looking at like, hey, maybe I should just get out of this marriage. Maybe this isn't for me. And uh, so I got an apartment just down the road so I could still see the kids and be around, but I needed space. Uh, maybe it was my midlife crisis. I often look back and call it my midlife crisis. I just know that I wasn't well emotionally, physically, and um, just, you know, started, you know, slipping. And, uh, you know, I'd still show up at work, um, but I just wasn't myself. And I often look also that this is where kind of my thoughts were going bad. And I was very depressed and it wasn't something that somebody was going to fix me. Um, I started seeing a counselor just to try to get some help. And man, I got to tell you, I am so grateful that I didn't give up, even though I wanted to um, through you know therapy, words of encouragement from friends, etc. Um, I ended up moving out 2005 into 2006, and I was out of our house. Um, you know, I'd come home from time to time to try to make it work, but I always had my apartment, you know, and it was like my escape route. I could go back to that place when things weren't good. And so the next couple episodes, you're going to hear a little bit of the twisted thoughts, the, the things that were going on in my life and how I lived in this kind of weird pattern for the better part of three years. Um, the one thing that I will acknowledge is no matter if it was a birthday, an anniversary or whatnot, um, 
my wife, even though we were separated, we always found time to be together. Um, and the good thing is the story ends where, you know, we're together still. And that's freaking unbelievable. I often look at Amber and I say, you know, thank you for choosing us and not giving up on us, even though I had given up. And, um, you know, these next couple episodes are going to be difficult for me to get out because I'm going to relive some of those things in those times. The, the, the part of this story that's so important is going through it is one thing but having people around you to pull you through it and support is the best thing you'll ever have in your life, right? We're all going to go through something in life. Just make sure you surround yourself with good people. I'm grateful as much as I tried to push everybody away, people stay close uh, and really encourage me and help me even when I didn't feel like helping myself. And uh, yeah, these are, these are difficult times and uh, I'm super grateful that they were just a period of my life that I wasn't certain about, but I am certain today that I can't live without these people in my life. Uh, my kids, my wife, my sister, my brother, uh, the, the people who encouraged me and pulled me through it. Uh, my dad was still around, my mom was still around, and uh, there's so much to be thankful for. So just remember, it's okay if you're going through something. It's just not okay to ask for help and try to do it all by yourself. I've seen it firsthand, it doesn't work. Until next time, go make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs, It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.